Hello everyone and welcome to episode 20 of In Bed with Shauna. In this episode, I'm talking sex and politics, a little bit more heavy on the politics, and I answer the strangest question I have ever gotten. Forgive me, in this episode, I recently got a new microphone situation, but it was really cheap and I thought it would be good, but it was not and it was giving me major technical difficulties. I was definitely on the struggle bus with this one. And not to mention, I recorded this whole episode while intoxicated. So this episode definitely has its issues, but I thought it would be a good idea to kind of give you guys an idea of where I stand on certain issues. And uh, if you disagree with me, that is cool. If you disagree with me enough, you can send me an email and explain your side and why I'm wrong. And I'm always open to hear other opinions because I'm open to change my mind. So anyways, uh, bear with me and, you know, go ahead and give me feedback. Okay, so let's get into it. Hello everyone. I am recording this a bit under the influence, so here's the deal. I originally recorded this all the way through and then I just didn't really like it because I seriously feel like politics is so boring. Even when we're talking sex and politics, I just feel like politics is just negative and boring and I don't like it. So, I decided to do something a little bit different and instead I am doing this after I've had two or three, oh I think three glasses of, big glasses <clears throat> of wine. So um, I'm pretty buzzed and so I thought it might be more fun to just go down the list of topics that I have um, while under the influence and just spout off my political stances on things. Uh, also, just if there's any weird discrepancies with the sound, I do have some new microphone setup situation, but, um, yeah, it's not right because it's, like, for interviews, so it's, like, a double whatever. You don't care. You don't need to know. Point is... If there's anything wrong with the sound, it's because I'm messing with a new microphone setup that is not permanent. It's just temporary and better than... It should sound better than what it was. Also, um, since it is the evening, my husband is home. Everybody's home. So if you hear stomping around or my husband's YouTube gamer thing yelling in the background that's what it is I'm trying to minimize that as much as possible but the walls are thin here and yeah he has to like have it at an increased volume 
so just a little update uh, work is going well i'm getting more used to it and feeling more comfortable but i don't know it's still just like not my jam like it's just i don't know it's just so much paperwork and just like meds and i'm just not into that i like i want to scrub somebody's wound i want to like clean out people's ears and do EKGs and stuff like that and but just sexually speaking I just wanted to mention that this is how my brain works okay I don't know why this is just how I am I have always been this way but so at work there is as far as men go there are two doctors, I guess, that are older and not attractive whatsoever and not really with attractive personalities either because it's not just age that would just turn me off. It's just personality as well. So they're super nice and funny and, and stuff like that. So it's just like, no, there's one other guy there, but he's like not even traditionally handsome he's not my type but like I automatically I automatically tune into him like like there's an attraction there or there's like there's something there um why I don't know and then like other people guys will like come in there's a guy who drives people around there's a guy who you know the IT guy um and I automatically oh the physical therapist guy as soon as they walk in I just automatically think nope 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 but I feel this like something with this it's so weird I haven't even had like a conversation with him so nothing that I personally find attractive I don't even know his personality because I have not talked to him and he's not anything that would be He's not like the alpha male that would like lead me to be attracted to him or anything like that. So it's just weird. Anyways, so yeah, but that's what my brain automatically does. I'm just like, you, not you, not you, not you. Okay, you, not you. Like, that's what I, I just do that. Maybe it's a slut in me. Maybe everybody does that and they just don't say they do that. I don't know. But so that's where we're at with work. Okay. Okay, so my drunk ass just recorded over the first topic I was even talking about. I was talking about um, gun laws. So now I'm going to shorten it all up because first of all, I don't even care about gun laws. So I don't want to spend too much time talking about it, but I'm super annoyed that I recorded over it. So, so short and sweet, I don't like guns. I have a little bit ex of experience with guns, but... I just don't like them. I don't think that more gun laws are the answer because I don't think that people who are willing to break a law are going to listen to gun laws. They're just going to buy guns off the street and do what they're going to do. Like, if I want to break the law, more laws aren't going to stop me. You know what I'm saying? And also, I feel like there's already so many laws for gun owners who want to do it on the legal up and up that 
it's kind of, it's discouraging because seriously, I went to go get a concealed and carry permit. Why? I don't know because I don't even have a gun, but let's, I was just with girls from work and that's what I decided I wanted to do. But like it, there was so many hoops to jump through and so many fees. I think the class was like $150 and then you had to pay another $50 for something and another $20 for something. It just racked up. And it's just like, seriously, I could just buy a gun off the street and call it good. I'm probably not going to get caught with it. I'm a law-abiding citizen in every other way. Like, I'm not speeding. I'm not doing drugs. I'm not stealing or whatever. Like, there's no reason for a cop to even find it on me. So it's just, it's, it's discouraging to people who want to buy... It's discouraging to people who want to abide by the law, but, and I don't think that more laws are going to stop people who are already going to break the law. That doesn't make any sense. And, you know, I kind of look at it like the war on drugs. That has not gotten us anywhere. Drugs are still huge. Drugs are still making a ton of money. You know, I just don't see that working. I would love for guns to poof be gone and not have that be an issue anymore because like I said, I don't like them. But on the other hand, I just, I don't know what the answer is, but I don't think that more gun control is the answer. Okay. Sorry that was so long-winded. Um, like I said, I'm kind of drunk, so I might ramble, but I'm going to try not to because I want to just go through this quickly because I'm not trying to go in depth on any of these topics. I'm just trying to kind of give you an idea of where I stand on issues so you can kind of get a feel for just where my opinions come from in general. So next up is pay gap. So between men and women, that I think is a bunch of bullshit. Yes, there can be a gap, but it's because, because men are genetically predisposed to do things because of their levels of testosterone. They're more willing to take chances. Um, they're stronger, so they're, they're able to do more um, harder manual labor, etc., etc. So I don't think that men get paid more because men are favored more, the patriarchy, whatever. It's just because they happen to be physically different and, and because they want different things than what women do. Women are more nurturing. So yeah, there's more women nurses. That doesn't mean that a male nurse and a woman nurse, the, the man nurse doesn't get paid more than the female nurse. Like it's, you know, I am a medical assistant and there are male medical assistants and they don't get paid more than I do. So it's just because they choose to do more riskier jobs and there's nothing stopping women from doing that. It's just, we're just not interested. If you want to go work on a crab ship in Alaska, then go work on a crab ship in Alaska. You know, if you're strong enough, go for it. Fall off the boat and die. I don't know. I'm not doing that. You know, it's just, I feel like a lot of things in politics are just so people can whine about shit. And it's really kind of annoying. 
Next up, body positivity. And I know that that's not, like, technically political, but it's, you know, like, politically correctness, which drives me mad. So, body positivity. I recently posted um, a picture on Instagram and said something about how I don't feel like body positivity necessarily means that I have to love my body the way it is, that it means that I should love my body enough to take care of it because I have gained 30 pounds from being depressed over the last couple of years, really, honestly. And it's gotten to the point now where I look in the mirror and I just see, like, that's not me. And I don't fit in my clothes and I'm not buying bigger clothes. That's not happening. So I just feel completely uncomfortable in my body. When I look in the mirror, it's not my body. When I take pictures, it's not my body. And I just feel uncomfortable. I think that, you know, people kind of get on my nerves when they're just like, oh, love the body you're in, even if it's big. If it's big and it's that way, there's some people who were just born chubby and we're just always just kind of big. And this is how their body just kind of is. There's nothing like they didn't gain a bunch of weight or lose a bunch of weight or anything like that. They're just a certain way and they always have been. And that's one thing. Okay. And maybe they, you know, they try different things and nothing works. Their body just wants to be a certain way. That's great. Love that body. But for me, my body is plumped up it's 30 pounds overweight and it's got to go and I don't think that you know if you mistreat it and you you know eat five boxes of strawberry cupcakes in a week like I may have done um I don't think that when you're obese that is okay to just be like okay with it regardless I mean unless you are like I said like some people are just big but if you gain a bunch of weight and you just keep eating and just gaining weight and be like I love my body no you're putting pressure on your joints you're you're stressing your heart you're you're doing a lot of bad things to your body you're hurting your body and I don't think that that's being positive so I am just not for you know, no fat shame. Well, don't fat shame. Don't, like, be mean to people. Child molesters and Michael Jackson. Okay, so the reason I wanted to talk about this is because my mom brought up the fact that there's a new Netflix documentary or something like that, something about Neverland, where the one of the boys, I guess, that was supposedly molested by Michael Jackson is, like, telling his story. Okay, number one, as far as child molesters go, why are we not just executing them? Like, hanging them in the town square status. I know that 99% of people rather see that. They want, just kill them. Done, did, over. Like, why are, I feel like that's almost worse than murder to do that to a child so why are why are the sentences so little and I don't know anyone who thinks that there should be less time served for child molesters so it's very suspicious 
the time that they serve. Second, as far as Michael Jackson goes, I love Michael Jackson. I was a kid in the 80s. How could I not love Michael Jackson? And when that whole thing went down, um, do I think it probably happened? Probably. Yeah, it probably did. I'm guessing. Uh, but thing is, here I go, then now I'm excusing somebody. I don't know, okay? All I know is the parents let the kids stay there. I would not let my child stay at some man's house. Famous or not, what are you smoking? Second, they took money. If someone actually molested my child, there's no way in hell I would have taken money instead of having them go to jail. No amount of money could replace, you know, no amount of money could right that wrong. So I think that those parents are shady. And now the kid like coming out and after he's passed, now he wants to come out with this story. I think the whole thing is shady and I don't like any of it. Okay, so once again, oops, now I don't even have my mic plugged in. Hold up. Where's that? Where are you at? Okay, I cannot be doing drinking podcasts because I just erased over my damn segment on racism and it was hella long. That just enrages me so much okay so there's no way I'm going to be able to cover all that again so I'm just going to give you bullet points because and if anybody wants me to elaborate let me know hello are we still recording okay basically I said that gosh uh, so annoyed so basically I said that I um I'm racist against my own race. I'm racist against white people because where I live and where I've grown up, um, white people are either hicks and super just, I don't know, shallow, boring people, or they are meth addicts. So I tend to um, gravitate towards Hispanics. Um, most of my friends are Hispanic, and that's who I like to hang out with. Um, so, yeah, and also that basically I was raised, I almost said gender neutral. I was raised racially neutral. Um, I didn't really notice that there was a race until my late childhood. I started realizing it and I didn't, I, at this point in time, I don't like people to, I don't like when people bring it up. Like, I don't, I follow quite a few, um, people of color on Instagram and I just, I feel like they're always bringing it up and it just draws my attention to the fact that we're different. And I don't want to think about the fact that we're different. I want us to all just be the same. And I get that they have different struggles and they have different viewpoints, whatever. 
but I just don't like it. But it is what it is. Um, I cannot believe I recorded over that. I had a whole thing where I was talking about I have been exposed to uh, quite a few people in my life who were racist, um, that were white supremacists, and that was because at a young age, they were boys who were, um, broke the law and went to prison, and in prison, if you don't know, you have to affiliate with a gang to basically survive, and being white, there's only one gang you can join and that's the Aryan Brotherhood so uh, I've known I'm not gonna say quite a few but a few people who went into prison not racist and came out full skinhead white supremacist um so that is the whole I think the prison system is so very racist and it's something we really need to look at as a country um I think that it's just perpetuating racism. I think that Donald Trump is perpetuating racism. I did not realize how prevalent and deep-rooted it was in our country until he became became president. And I feel like that people thought it was okay to share these viewpoints. And then the last thing that I talked about was the N-word. I think it's stupid to say the N-word. I go with Joe Rogan's um, definition or of abracadabra. It's a magical word. Only certain people are allowed to say it. And if the wrong people say it, then their careers and lives are ruined. I think that it's childish to say the N-word. Um, I think that either we should do away with it or not. I think for people to artists to put that word in their songs and then say if you are a certain race you cannot say this word everyone else can sing along to this song and say every word but if you're this color you can't that is racist I'm sorry but it is so I don't like that I think if you want to reclaim the word great put an A on the end of it and let everybody use it equally. If you want to eradicate the word, don't use it. I saw a video once where there was an artist. I'm not sure who it was. I, you know, maybe it was DJ Khaled. I don't remember exactly. It was somebody. And they called a white girl up on stage to sing. And she was like singing along and and she said the word and he straight up stopped the song and called her out in front of everybody. And then all of a sudden everybody's booing her. Even though they were singing along and doing the same thing 10 minutes prior. So that's not okay. So what I've done is I just. I've decided to not support artists who use the word. Because why am I going to pay for your song. Or give you the download or whatever. If I'm not allowed to sing your song. The way that you wrote it. So, yeah. I just think that it's bullshit. And I'm just... I'm not participating. I think that, you know... Women have been... You know, as women... We deal with people using the word bitch, hoe, slut, etc. 
or the word pussy, I just, there's degrading words used to women all the time and nobody says anything. It's perfectly fine for any guy to say all of those words. We don't say anything about it. But a white person who doesn't have any negative intentions at all and actually pays money to support this artist isn't allowed to say a word in a song. That's it's juvenile. It's stupid. And it needs to end. So I'm not supporting anyone who puts the word in their songs because if why am I supporting if I can't sing it? That's dumb. And it's racist. I don't give a fuck, okay? I'm already noticing that there's some spots where I'm going to have to cut because the mic fucked up. That pisses me off. So I don't know if there's something wrong with these. I need to send them back or what the deal, but I'm annoyed. So, anyway, next up, prostitution. So, here's the thing. I do not understand... I do not understand why prostitution is illegal. All the studies show that regulated prostitution um, is cleaner, safer on, for both parties, as far as STDs, as far as violence, everything. So I don't get why, why it's illegal. And it kind of trips me out. Like, I'm going to talk about abortion next, but it's interesting that there's such a movement to where, you know, it's your body, your rights, this and that, when, you know, there's a little bit more involved than that. But, but prostitution is your body, it should be your right. Why are more feminists not sticking up for sex workers? I don't get that. It seems like the same thing, if not more. Because it's not like, you're not hurting the guy. They're up there paying for it. So it just seems like it's another way for men to control the sexuality of women by not making prostitution legal. And, you know, there's re recently they passed some laws. I don't know. They're trying to help like sex trafficking problems, whatever, which is great. Obviously, we don't want sex trafficking, but in doing so, they have made it to where uh, sex workers can't advertise online uh, in places where they used to. And so now it's not as safe. And I think at the same time, you kind of fucked yourself because now the sex traffickers aren't advertising there either. And they now they're like underground and now you can't catch them as easily. So I just... I just feel like people making laws are not thinking or not talking to everybody to get all the information before they make the law. I'm not or they know what exactly what the fuck they're doing and they're working on the other side on the DL. I don't know. Something's up because none of this shit makes sense. But I just feel like it's 2018. Why we're fighting and fighting to get cannabis legal everywhere. On all forms, which that's a whole... No I don't know why I haven't even put that in as a topic. Maybe I'll add that in. Maybe I'll talk about it right now. Um, but at this point in time, like, we're trying to fight to have the right to own and consume a plant. A plant given to us by God 
biblically stated in the it says in genesis i gave you all plant bearing seed for your meat god gave us weed to consume probably not to smoke that's bad for you but to eat and not this genetically engineered shit that's all gonna fuck you up no plain old 1970s weed we were probably supposed to make tea out of it or sprinkle it on our salad. I don't know what God intended, but he did intend it for us to have it. So I don't understand why we're not allowed to have a fucking plant. That would be like them outlying roses. Only worse because roses aren't medicinal. Maybe there are. I don't know. But, you know, I just, yeah, so I'm a big, um, Proponent of the legalization of prostitution and the legalization of marijuana federally because this state shit is doing nobody any good, at least not for me. Because in California, yes, it's legal now, but at the same time, it's not federally legal. So, which means I can't smoke it because my job recognizes federal law. So, they could still drug test me and fire me or not hire me, or whatever, based on my consumption of something that is now considered legal. Not to mention the fact that it is a plant. How is it possible? Like, I get, like, coke, um, you know, there's other stuff you have to do to other drugs to make them into the drugs, but weed, you could seriously just grow it on, in your flower garden and pluck it and eat it like it'd be like them outlying tomatoes or broccoli it makes no sense to me how someone how any government can tell you that a plant is illegal i don't understand anyway i'll stop ranting let's talk a little bit about sex education my favorite topic so i this is where religion is butting its head into where it doesn't belong. Teaching children abstinence only should be straight up illegal. It should not be okay to not be taught about your body and how it works. We are doing our children a disservice by not teaching them about their own bodies and about how the opposite sex thinks, feels, and acts around the whole topic of sexuality. It's so wrong. And studies have shown that abstinence only leads to more anal sex of girls to preserve their virginity, which is disturbing, and unplanned unplanned pregnancies. Like, what are you even doing? You have to educate your children. It should be their right to know how to protect themselves. It's, it's not okay. I don't know why we're even still doing this. Okay, so I had to take a little break because I was getting pissed at the technical difficulties with this freaking microphone. I need to just break it down and buy an actual microphone. I just need actual equipment. I don't know how long I'm going to say that for, but yeah, I need it. But it's expensive, okay? 
So, anyways, I had to take a little break. I'm back now. So, now we're going to talk about abortion. So, to start off, I just want to say that um, I've been pregnant twice in my life. The first time I was 15, and I had a miscarriage. So, in that instance, not only do did I know how it felt to be pregnant at 15 and not want to have the baby and not want my life to change or be basically fucked up um, and have to tell my mom and all of the things that come with that. Also, in having the miscarriage, it was emotionally difficult. You know, I got used to the fact that I was going to have a baby and then that was taken away. And although I feel like that was the best thing that could have happened, that that was the best thing for the situation, um, it still was a very real grief. And I feel that um, pro-abortion people kind of downplay that. Um, also, the second time I was pregnant was with my daughter that I have now. I only have one biological child. And uh, when I became pregnant with her, I was married to someone else. So deciding to have her meant that I had to tell my then husband and also my entire family. That was very difficult because we were only married probably, let me think, I think we were married about two years at that point. And my mom had just spent thousands of dollars herself on our wedding. And, you know, I just felt like the whole thing was a fraud and, you know, I mean, we were trying this open thing, but this was before that was very prevalent online and you couldn't really find a lot of information. So we didn't really know what we were doing. I was being stupid. Obviously I should have been using protection and I wasn't. And so what did I think was going to happen? You know, and it was almost like, I don't know. I felt like I was in love with my daughter's dad so much that I shouldn't have even been having feelings, but I didn't know how to prevent that at the time. Um, but I felt like I was so in love with him that I kind of secretly hoped that that would happen so that it would end my marriage and I could be with him. But at the same time, it's very difficult to come out to your whole family that basically you're an adulterous whore. So, you know, and I struggled. I could have very, very easily decided not to have her and have nothing in my life change except for my own emotional situation. But, you know, that's not what I chose because I mentioned the possibility of that to my then husband. And he was like, that's not who you are. Like, you can't do that. And I was like, you know, you're right. Because he knows how much um, the miscarriage affected me. Because he was the father of that baby. 
So, um, I'm just telling you that because I want you to know that my views on abortion come from a place of a woman who has been pregnant twice in her life, both at inopportune times, um, where an abortion would have been the quick fix. That being said, I think that definitely a woman should have the right to choose. I don't think that abortion should be illegal, but I do, however, believe that in this day and age, there are so many ways that you can receive free birth control, free condoms, and you can also, especially if you're Medi-Cal as well, or I don't know, depending on where you're listening to this, but government medical insurance, um, you can also get the morning after pill or plan B, um, which you can take up to 72 hours after unprotected sex or a condom break or a rape or anything like that. Uh, I've, in fact, I've paid cash for them before. It's like 40 bucks with all of that. Plus pulling out and, and having apps to track when you're ovulating and all of this, there's very little reason you should be having an unplanned pregnancy, but if for some reason you do, um, then in that instance, yeah, I think that you should have that option, but I do not think that there's any reason why you should be needing to have that option after the first trimester, because I think that if you need to go to that extent to have an abortion, you're going to know right away. As soon as you, you miss your period, you're going to know, I cannot have this baby. Like if you know something fucked up happened, you got date raped or whatever the fuck, and you didn't go to the police like you should because if you don't, you're letting it happen to other women. But that aside, um, I just don't see the, the need for it to be outside of the first trimester. I, I really don't. And I don't see and the the pro-life side of me says you know what it is murder there is a heartbeat the heart starts beating I believe at like 25 days so 25 days is like three weeks like you're already by the time you find out you're pregnant there's a heartbeat so it's fucking murder you're if something has a heartbeat and you stop that heart from beating you're killing it that's just how it is and to say that that's not murder says that that's not death says that someone who has a miscarriage isn't feeling the loss of a life and I don't think that's okay but I still think that it should be an option I don't think that religion should be encroaching if you feel like that is something that you can live with um then that's that's on you. I just don't think it should be used as birth control because unfortunately I feel like the abortion rates, the abortion rates are still very 
high in this country, um, despite the easy access to birth control. And, you know, I blame part of that on the poor sex education because I feel like if you really knew all your birth control options, including Plan B, which I feel like a lot of people don't know about, um, on top of, like, rhythm method, knowing your cycle, like, I can't even tell you as a medical assistant how many women don't know their own cycles. That's ridiculous. You should know your cycle and all of these things put together the abortion rate should be so low and it's not and that's just gross to me like it shouldn't be used as birth control it really shouldn't and as far as like Planned Parenthood versus crisis pregnancy centers I think that they're both at fault because I don't feel like crisis pregnancy centers um, give you full information on abortion options obviously because they're backed by Christian whatever um but I also don't believe that Planned Parenthood gives you the real picture and lets you know what the emotional ramifications will be some people it's not going to bother them it's nothing but other people it is emotionally trying and does scar them I know people personally who have had abortions and it haunted them. And I think that Planned Parenthood really downplays that. There was one, um, some university somewhere was having women wear shirts that said, I had an abortion because they're trying to like de-shame it, which I don't feel like you should have shame about it, but I don't think that it's something to be proud of either. It's not a positive thing to do no matter how you look at it it's unfortunate all the way around but I do think you should have the choice to do it just like um euthanasia just like when you're if you're old and you're sick and you're dying and you choose that you want somebody to help you end your life that's your choice that's their choice to participate in that um I it's murder but I think it's a different kind and it should be allowed if everyone involved is okay with dealing with the ramifications of that spiritually, emotionally, physically. We can't act like people don't have all of these components because even if you don't like believe in God, I feel like you still kind of feel morally weird about it. Maybe some people don't, but yeah, so I know that's a really long like explanation, but basically I believe that it should be legal. It shouldn't be, um, you know, a woman should have a right to choose, but I think that there needs to be more emphasis put on birth control options and emergency contraceptive pills, and there is no reason to have an abortion outside of the first trimester unless you were held captive raped held captive until your third trimester even then it's like dude you're already that just have the baby and give it up but I mean because dude I was 
in my freshman year of high school, so I was 14, when I did a, um, a report on abortion. And I reported on all of the different types, and there was late-term abortion. And so I've always known, before I was even having sex, I knew how the, these things were performed, all of the types. And late-term abortion, I don't know exactly how it's done nowadays, but then, in the 90s, they delivered the baby, pulled its feet out, and crammed scissors in the back of its skull and opened up a hole and sucked their brains out. That was how it was described in a book that I used to do a, a report on. That's murder. That's a baby when you're delivering it. Okay, that's... I mean, I would... How many people are held against their will until their third trimester after they've been raped? How many? Okay, I think... Sure, let's allow for that, okay? But seriously, it just, people need to be responsible, and we need to just pull in the reins, okay? Abortion isn't cool. It's not something to be proud of. It is a means to an end that some people feel like they have to do, and that's okay. But... It's not something to be proud of. It's not happy. Um, and it can hurt you emotionally. And that needs to be recognized. I know that um, the... What are they called? Crisis pregnancy centers. They make you have a um, ultrasound. And look at the baby. To sway you from getting the abortion. And that's kind of scandalous, but at the same time, I think if you're going to go through with an abortion, you're like, this is what I want to do. I realize that, you know, there's a fetus inside of me and I want to terminate it. Then look at it. Own it. I think you should have to look at it to continue with the process. You know, I just really feel like, I feel like plan, uh, crisis pregnancy centers do not give you all of the information, and I feel like Planned Parenthood does not give you all of the information. I feel like they really downplay the reality of what's going on, and crisis pregnancy doesn't give you the options. So I just think the answer to all of this is more education, more responsibility, and drawing the reins in a little bit. Okay, I feel like I've been talking for days. So what I'm going to do is, and it's getting late. I need to go to bed. I have to go work in the morning. So I'm going to go through these, the rest of these really quickly. Um, gay rights. I think that the church needs to butt the fuck out. And I think marriage needs to be no longer a thing legally. If you want to have a religious marriage that should be a religion and on its own a religious ceremony I think that there should be a um you know a partnership between any two people or any three people whatever it wants whatever you want to be the, these people legally join together I should be able to join me and my brother together if I want to why sex has to have anything to do with it I don't know and there's a separation of church and state so there needs to be a separation. Marriage shouldn't be a legal document at all. Um, so, yeah, I'm pro-gay. Pro-gay rights. 
um, supporting trans people. Um, as a matter of fact, there was a issue with Victoria's Secret recently, a few months ago, where they said that um, they didn't have any trans models because trans women didn't fit the fantasy. But so then, um, so then Nikita Dragon, which I will link her, uh, her ad or her video or whatever in the show notes, I have it on my Instagram where she was modeling some lingerie and she looked beautiful. And what Victoria's Secret doesn't understand, not only was that rude to say, but at the same time, um, trans women are a huge fantasy for straight men. So they actually don't even know what they're talking about. And that wasn't okay for them to even say that. So I'm trying to find somewhere else to buy my bras, underwear, lingerie from. This is not cool. I'm very for trans rights. Um... But as far as children trans children transitioning, I am not okay with that. I don't think that anybody should make be making any lifetime, lifelong, permanent decisions before their cerebral cortex is formed. So until you're like 25, I don't think you should be doing shit that's permanent. That's just me. But luckily, I don't have a trans child, at least that I know of at this point. And, um, so my opinion doesn't really matter. I just don't think that children, I think some children are definitely trans and definitely know it at a very early age. But, um, I also think that some are maybe gay and are confused. And I think that being sexuality and being young are very confusing things and it takes time to figure out. And I don't, not that it's sexuality, but gender, it's just it's a very confusing time and I don't think that any decisions should be made so abruptly. They can't be gone. They can't be taken back. Okay. Last two things I have written down are number one, global warming. Um, I don't understand how people don't think that this is a thing. I've seen numerous experts on Joe Rogan. I feel like Joe Rogan is a very good mediator between everything because he asks a lot of questions that everybody would ask asks and try to he tries to get down to the actual facts and truth and I feel like as far as I've heard people talk about it it's a thing and we should be worrying about it and I don't understand how people dismiss it I think that that should be like our number one priority just to take care of mother earth and I feel like we're just we're trading her like shit and we need to stop and then oh then the last thing I have is anti-vaccine so this is the deal number one I'm in the medical field so I've administered vaccinations I also have a child who received vaccinations what people don't get is that physicians have their children vaccinated. I do not think that it's a government conspiracy. I do not think that vaccines give people autism. I've uh, heard several places say that 
the one study that showed that was turned out to be proven false, but no one ever reported on it. And it's just this one false study that's circulating. Um, when I was deciding whether or not I wanted to vaccinate my daughter, who is the love of my life, um, I decided that if I didn't vaccinate her and she contracted one of these diseases and was ill or died, it would have been my fault for not giving her the vaccine. If I gave her the vaccine and something went wrong and she got sick or she became autistic or whatever the case may be, at least I was doing everything I knew to do to protect her. I was trying to protect her. If I don't do it, yeah, you're trying to protect her, but you're going against physician advice. So you're kind of taking it into your own hands. And to make this like very real, uh, where I live recently, there has been an outbreak of measles. Now, that's made everybody a little bit uncomfortable. And as a matter of fact, the, they were saying that it was on a certain day at Walmart people would have been exposed. And I have a very, I live in a very small town, so everybody's at freaking Walmart. And at the same time, one of my dear close friends just had a baby a couple of days ago. So she's basically has to be on lockdown and can't have anybody come look at her baby. Nobody can come hold her baby because her baby's too young to be vaccinated for measles. Measles don't exist the majority of the time because everybody's been vaccinated this whole time. This cropping up is from non-vaxxers. So you're fucking stupid and causing the diseases to come back. I just can't even imagine. I just, no, it's just, it's just fucking wrong. It's wrong. All right. So in closing, let's go ahead and answer a question I had somebody asked me if I could answer a question and uh now they I said yeah sure and then they went and were asking me to answer it in the comments of a previous post like dude chill out I'll get to it when I get to it calm down just because I'm posting and I don't know if everybody knows this but not everybody just because you're posting on Instagram doesn't mean you're necessarily on Instagram. I have like all my posts pre like laid out for the week. So I just post them. I don't really get on Instagram. It's like another app that I'm posting through. So and just because I'm posting doesn't mean I'm like reading my DMs or all, all up in the business or I just don't have time. I'm just straight posting and trying to reply to comments and that's it. Um so I'm not up in my DMs, plus, because my DMs are usually a bunch of bullshit that's annoying. But, um, let's go ahead and answer this guy's question. Let's look and see what it is. Question is, Hi, does masturbating daily affect penis size? What? He tells me, reply, please, Shauna. Hi, Shauna, does masturbating daily affect penis size? Why, sir, why would you think that? 
I'm, I just don't even know what to say to him right now. Like, how would that even affect penis size? I'm seriously confused. I'll reply to him right now and see if he replies while I'm talking. No, it definitely does not. Why would, why would you think so? Do you see why, like, sex education is so important? Like, I just, people don't know about their own bodies. So crazy to me. All right, let's see if he replies. What can we talk about in the meantime? I don't know. So I'm sorry if you guys find this um, episode boring because it's not sexual and whatnot. But, um, you know, oh, he did reply. Um, the next one will be, I promise, I was thinking about talking about um, the, re the reality of true love. Uh, guys, I haven't fucked in why. And then telling you a story about the one guy that was married that I had an affair with that I actually felt guilty about because I think that that's an important story to tell. Okay, so let's see what he said. Actually, I have been masturbating regularly and I noticed that my penis is a bit small now. I'm pretty sure that's impossible. I've never heard of such a thing. How would that even medically be... I'm really disappointed. What? Um, I'm telling him I don't see how that would be possible medically. That's probably the weirdest question I've ever gotten. I don't know. Let's see why he's disappointed. Can masturbation position... Wait. Can masturbation position can be a reason? No. Is he not listening? I used to have a nice penis. Might be psychological thing. Yes. Definitely psychological. There is no physical way that I know of. Wow. Look, but to see, they're still obsessed with the penis size. You guys, stop obsessing about the size of your penis. I promise you it is not important. Seriously. Can you help review my penis and suggest? Her. You know how often I get asked this? Like, seriously. I really want to just go to bed, though. I'm very tired. I have to get up early. Now he says, can we do video call or pic sharing? no calls and I'm not sending anything okay so here's the deal so I say he says can you help review my penis and suggest which people ask me to do quite a bit and I don't mind that um but then he says can we do video call or pic sharing no, can I share my penis pic? Um, but don't come at me like that. Like, I'm not sending you anything. And I'm not video calling with you. I love you guys, but seriously, you're weird. We're just waiting on the dick pic now, I think.
which has got about 30 seconds, and I'm turning shit off and going to bed. Okay, here we go. I don't know. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> I guess that's not the sounds you want to hear. Um, I'm just going to tell him it's on the smaller side, but definitely seen, seen smaller size isn't that important and actually smaller is not bigger is not better just saying so i told him it was not that big of a deal whatever and he tells me it's not erected fully it doesn't matter we don't care like i'm not interested if guys could just be in our heads for real for a minute then they would see that we really don't give any shits about your penis we just don't is masturbating laying on stomach can be a reason no you're fine your masturbation habits are fine it's all good it's all good i promise like that's what else is annoying people ask me a question and then I respond, and then they don't want to take my answer for an answer. It's like, then why are you asking me? I know what I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Okay, so I'm not talking to him anymore because I've said what I needed to say, and now I'm done. And he's just gonna annoy me over and over again. Like that's what they do, because then they keep talking to me, thinking that they're gonna get nudes, and they're not. So, anyways, thank you for listening. And make sure you rate and review the podcast on iTunes because that's what matters in podcast land. Um, that's what helps um, the podcast get listened to by other people. Okay, so spread the love. You can um, become a Patreon and support me for $1 a month. Help me get a better fucking microphone because this one sucks. Um, yeah, do all of the things. Follow me on Instagram and twitter and whatever show notes all information will be at the shaunawilliams.com dude is not trying to stop messaging me now i'm gonna have to block him oh my gosh anyways um i'm really trying to um post with regularity with working and doing all this at the same time it's kind of making me crazy but um this is what i want to do so um, I hope this episode wasn't too boring and I hope I wasn't too drunk and fucked it all up. Okay. Anyways, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.